Today we're talking about somewhat of an oldie, not too old. That movie is. In life, they're at odds. She's beautiful, but she's a pill. Online, they're in love. Do you think we should meet? Meet. I would love. I don't know how we can set this up because we don't talk to a lot of you know teenagers, mid twenties, whatever. I'd love somebody born after the year 2000 to watch this movie and see what resonates at all. I can kind of get past how dated the concept of the movie is because I remember a time before email and I especially remember a time with dial-up internet and with email being new and with it being fancy and even like instant messenger, AIM you would sometimes talk to, like the idea of talking to a stranger at AAM wasn't that weird. No, like not at all. Did it, when it first came out, it was like you somehow just discover people in other parts of the country or the world and you talk to them. So I can kind of resonate with this movie, like kind of connect with it, but it is a bananas plot line to anyone, I would I'd say born, at, like I said, born after the year 2000 and younger to try to watch this and think like, why the fuck are they, these two strangers emailing each other? Now email is a thing used for work, used for offices. It's not even used for fun. Like even that well, idea is Well, there's two silly. different, there's two different elements to this movie, right? So like number one is the technology aspect of it. And then number two is the storyline aspect of it. So the, the technology aspect of it, I'm from the generation that grew up without computers and then computers were introduced and so I remember like AOL and AOL chat rooms and that whole thing. So it's not odd to me, right? Like, and it would be very odd to them to think about that and to say like, there was a thing called AOL and they go, oh, I know AOL. Call now for America Online, a new way to use your computer to communicate, have fun and get instant news and information. And then they would say, well, but yeah, but there was, it was other things. It wasn't just email. It wasn't just an email client. Listen, I can't go to the game today. What? My kids got to go to the library to look up dinosaurs. Hey, we can take care of all that before we go. Yeah, right. Oh, with America Online. It was all these other elements to it, right? Including AIM, which broke off into its own thing, but it used to be part of AOL and the whole AOL interface. So I don't think that the technology aspect of it would at all resonate with them. <laughs> at all. The storyline, I think, does. And there's for a couple of Wh which reasons. Which part of it? Well, kind of the whole thing of it, right? So, first the, off, this is, the, this is based on, or based off of, a play called She Loves Me, um, which I'm going to, I will add... Um, as I was telling, I was telling Ann last night, I was like, oh, we're going to do You Got Mail. And she was like, oh, are you going to talk about She Loves Me? And I was like, uh, and she's like, you should talk about She Loves Me. The reason why is because in high school, I was in that show. Oh, no shit. Of She Loves Me. Uh, Ann was in it too. Were you so, me? And was, was Ann she? Uh, I don't know. Well, no, we were not she and me. Uh, we were other characters. I was, I was poorly typecast, poorly cast rather, I should say, not typecast. I was very poorly cast. So this is 18-year-old Chris who, um, I have a full beard now, right? Like my high school would not allow facial hair. So you weren't allowed, you had to shave. So like- Did you go to high school at the Yankees? What's yes, it? I did go to high school with the Yankees. 
Catholic Jesuit high school, like, you know, whatever. So no facial hair. So you used to have to like shave, right? But me being me, like I used to have to shave all the time because I would have a five o'clock shadow at 10 o'clock in the morning. And so I got cast as this like young kid in the show. And so like I had to shave before the show so that this way I did not have a five o'clock shadow pretending to be this kid, this like <laughs> paper boy in this show. I was so poorly cast, like it was so poorly cast. And it wanted to make sure that I said that. Uh, no, and told funny. that story about how poorly cast I was in this show. But the storyline is from that show. So it's like the same type of thing, right? So you have the element of Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, who Meg Ryan has the independent bookstore and Tom Hanks is trying to buy it and shut it down. We have to shut it down. Oh my God. And they don't know each other's story as they're talking to each other over the internet. You know, like Tom Hanks doesn't know that she's the one he's trying to put out of business. Right. You know, so like, I get that. Like, and I think today, like kids would still get that too, where they would be like, oh, somebody doesn't know because they're talking to somebody over the internet who they have no idea who they are and they're actually trying to ruin their business. Well, so there are a couple of things. And the reason I asked you to specify on the plot line is the bookstore part of it might even be lost because I remember this sort of being a thing. Like, there are still people that hate Walmart, for example. Remember this, and now Amazon's the big yeah. devil of like, there's always this big thing coming to put other mom and pops out of, out of uh, business. I kind of remember it being a thing with like Borders, Barnes and Noble, and people like hating these like mega Walden book, like hating these mega bookstores that are going to put mom and pop shops out. But like bookstores are barely even a thing right now. I mean, they I think still, you only have mom and pop shops. They still kind of are. The mom and pop shops actually won. That's true. They did. Uh, I mean, well, Barnes and Noble is, is still kind of a thing, so like yeah. they haven't like fully won. But like the I. One second. Okay. Mom and pop send the regards. The the mom and pops almost kind of won the way because now it's like bookstores. You want to go to a bookstore, it's like cute, it smells musty, there's a cat on the floor, and it's like an but, old... But it's less about the books that you're... It's, it's not like you're necessarily like going to buy like the new books, right? Like So I'm thinking about... Because I, I think the bookstore in this is Shakespeare and Company, right? Which is in New York, which is based off of the Shakespeare and Company, which is in Paris, which is like really cool to go to. And it's like, the reason you would go to a bookstore like that, or like a mom and pop bookstore or a small bookstore is because you're looking for like rare books. Yeah, that's what I was just right? saying. Like, it's like you, you don't, the only reason these bookstores exist now is for stuff like that. Like you're looking for yeah. a specific old item that you're not gonna get, maybe you're not gonna get on Amazon or something. And you, and you go kind of for the experience. I know people that love going to bookstores because they're surrounded by all these old, even if they're not buying something, they browse around yeah. these old books. Sometimes there are coffee shops inside. Um, they're always kind of like hipsterish, and they're, they feel like something from the past. It's well, just, I mean, to that hipster element, I think that kids nowadays would would resonate with that because they like the idea of that's true that and, like and, older like so it's kind of come full circle. And you can just right? make the mega bookstore Amazon. Yeah, 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 for okay. sure. I talk about so. I, I mean, I think that they, I think that the storyline still fits and still works. It's just the technology aspect of it, and it's because it's the birth of the internet versus where we are now on the internet, which is like 
the internet taking everything over, right? Like everything in life is the internet. We're, we're on the internet. Like I'm on the internet right now as opposed to then, right? And like you said that you had some experience with like the dial-up thing. Like I remember the dial-up thing and like you had to make sure that nobody was on the phone. And like if somebody was on the phone line, like you had to tell them to get off so that you could get on the internet. And then you had to make sure that like nobody would call because then that would kick you off of the internet because if somebody called. So like that was a, a whole like... Thing, as of now, it's like the internet is just readily available. It's on your freaking, you have the internet in your pocket. Like, yeah, it's completely different. So that's the only, the technology is the hang up. I don't know if any kids are really, besides like on Tinder or something, which you can see pictures and what a person is and what their job is and details. I don't know if they're really talking to complete strangers. No, I think, in fact, it's gone the other way. It's like stranger danger. Like, yeah. if somebody is approaching you on the internet, like, you're assuming that it's this, they're saying that they're, they're the deposed king of Nigeria exactly. and they want to give you, like, you know, in, in, $200 million or whatever if you can help them. You can usually spot it, too. It's either yeah. a spam email or you get a message on LinkedIn being like, you would be great for our, you know, multi-level marketing company selling steak knives or something like that. That, or you go even the other direction, too, where you're talking about, like, it's Chris Hansen. It's like, yeah, why don't you have a seat over here? Because I'm a pedophile trying to, like... <laughs> I'm a pedophile. Those are those are the options. Like that's it. That, so that's I, it. I think that is going to be completely lost because the idea of again, email is used mostly for in a business sense now. Kids aren't emailing for fun. Yeah, because we have texting. I think that is completely lost because the idea of emailing, like being pen pals with a stranger, is so weird. So you almost have to have somebody of a certain age explain it to them. Because I I got the context, but I was like, this is weird. why the like. They're emailing like it's weird. She has a boyfriend, and it's the whole thing was very strange. Yeah, I, I think it'd be lost on a lot of people. Yeah, like and and that's like the other thing too, which that I do. I I mean, I think that that element does resonate. The whole thing that she's got a boyfriend, and she's messaging with this dude. Like, that's a whole thing. Like, Snapchat. Yeah. You know, or sliding into somebody's DMs right now. Like, that's still something that, as long as somebody like points out, like. Yeah, that, that whole element, it's still out there. Well, why, why weren't we told about this? Settle down, son. No, I have no intention of settling down. This man killed my uncle, and he's still out there. I think you could probably redo this movie in a way. You'd have to change it a little bit because it's hard to be completely anonymous because of photos, like yeah. on Snapchat or like a dating app or something. Like, they're going to be photos. Well, but you got to worry about catfishing. Yeah. I mean, the, the Manti Teo story. Yeah. There's... The whole dynamic that was existed in this movie is completely different for now. So it's, if you can translate it to a current form of technology, maybe you can kind of get there. But if you can't, I think this movie is not watchable if you're under 23. I don't know. Unless they're watching it, like, with not nostalgia, but, like, to make fun of what life used yeah. to be like before you had the Internet readily available. Or with their parents being like, this is what email used to be. This is dial-up internet. Yeah. These are bookstores. Did you know that, uh, you know, we have the casting of young Dave Chappelle yes. uh, in this movie? Did you know that Dave Chappelle was actually offered the role of Bubba in Forrest Gump? I did know that, yeah. Yeah, and he turned it down because he thought the movie was going to flop. <sighs> and then, like, it ended up not flopping and being, you know, one, an all-time classic movie. Right. And so he's friends with Tom Hanks, and Tom Hanks was like, I 
I'll get you another roll. Like I'm, I'll, I'm gonna hook that you up. Sucks. We'll get to this another time. Forrest Gump. Warm take from me. Overrated. Huh. Okay. We'll do that in another episode. I, I think we should throw do, yeah. that nugget out there. I think we should. We should definitely uh, explore it. So talking about computers. Um, you know, in, in this movie, we talk about, like, what's available on computers. And you think back to, I think back to the types of things that were available on, like, Windows 95 or Windows 3.1, you know, computer. This is now after having a DOS computer, uh, a DOS-based computer. But, like, in, into Windows, and it had, like, all the games available, right? Like, Solitaire and Minesweeper and Hearts I and things those. like that, I right? I love Solitaire. Um, in... This movie, they talk about uh, having to remove solitaire because it's, you know, productivity. Well, that's actually based on... Well, that's actually based on real life. Um, the governor of Virginia at the time actually took solitaire, uh, minesweeper, and hearts off of the computer because of productivity issues. So he oh. didn't want taxpayers to have to pay for government workers. I like that. Uh, this is Governor George Allen um, having done that um, at the exact same time. So it like happened in real life. Never heard of him, should have been president. Do you remember uh, a couple of years ago in Illinois, there was a, a state rep playing Candy Crush oh, yeah. on the floor? Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, now you can just do that anywhere. You can do it on your phone. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to have a computer or dial-up or anything like that. The one thing that I like about this is that this relationship between, like, when you think of the 90s, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan are, like, synonymous, right? Like, in terms of whether you're talking about rom-com or anything else, they're synonymous with, with movies from the 90s. Um, but it actually goes back even further uh, to the very late 80s. I think it's technically a 1990 movie, but it could be 89. Um, Meg Ryan and, and uh, Tom Hanks were in... Joe versus the volcano joe versus the volcano together oh, yeah ne never seen it uh, that's another movie i think we should definitely dive okay. into because i remember that from my childhood and um not a good movie doesn't sound but like it. but it's tom hanks like it's the intersection of where tom hanks was doing like comedy and he was doing a lot of comedy uh in particular in like the 70s and 80s uh money pit uh is another movie that he was in that was like it's a comedy movie um to where he's like starting to move away from the comedy element and like straight acting, and that's where you see like Forrest Gump and and all of these other movies where Saving like uh, Castaway, yeah. uh, Saving Private Ryan, where he's playing like a straight character and he's become that straight character. Uh, not to say he hasn't done comedy things. No, but mostly. Um, but uh, last 20, 25 years, Captain Phillips, like uh, Sully, like they've yeah. all been really heavy serious yeah. roles. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that's really all I have about this movie is, is what it, it comes down to whether you can, whether it will hold up, like whether people will actually be like, yeah, I, yeah, I can watch this movie and be like, yeah, this, this holds up. And it's not because it holds up because of the content of it necessarily, like the, no. like the storyline, because I think the storyline holds up. It's everything else, right? Like the, 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 like the tertiary elements of this movie is, is what spoils it. I agree. And I think the... The reason I think it doesn't is I, I didn't say, I won't say I struggled with it, but I was kind of like, this is so dated throughout. Yeah. So I'm thinking, trying to think, put myself in the shoes of somebody 10 years younger, which is terrifying, and be like, how would they, if you grew up after the advent of email, like after AIM even, 
I think, because I think me having Instant Messenger and like seeing Instant Messenger blow up kind of helped because it's kind of the same concept. But I just don't know how you can connect with it. It's one of the more dated, like I'm trying to think of movies that use technology from a different era. Like if you go really far back to like the 40s or something, you you would just like suspend disbelief. You're like, oh, real genius. Up. What about we could do? We, we, we should, should do, do real, real genius. genius. Yeah, yeah. But if you watch like a movie from the 40s or 50s or 30s, whatever, and they're like, oh, they have radios and not TVs. Oh, they have to you know hold the phone like this and whatever. Like you suspend disbelief. You're like, that's the olden times. But this isn't the olden times. No. This is the 90s. So it's like not old enough where you're like, oh, this is just dated. You're like. Ugh, like what the hell is this? Did yeah. People didn't always have. You it's know? that it's that like middle ground, right? Because it's because you always have there's 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 like a bell curve of of what happens with technology or with some new device or something, right? Where it's like the early adoption, and you go, okay, well that's the olden times, right? And then you have the the current times on the other side, right? But it's that middle part. You're like, you actually had to like live like that. Yeah. Like when you wanted to talk to your friends, you had to dial up onto the computer, or like. If you wanted to talk, if you wanted to call your friends, you didn't just have your cell phone, you didn't have a cell phone, like you had to pick up a phone, a house phone, and call, and you would likely talk to their parents who would answer the phone and say, hi, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, is Davey there? Like, oh, hold on one second, and then they would put the phone down, and then, like, we we survived through those times. And you had to be at places when you said they were going to be there. You couldn't just... Be like, uh, text my friend, like, I'm going to be 30 minutes late. Yeah. Like, you had to arrive at appointments on time. Looking for directions, right? It, it, there was oh. a time, right, where it's like you would use a map, and you would map, map out where you wanted to go, right? But in this middle portion of the internet, right, which is the sweet spot of this movie, you would go on MapQuest, right? Uh, I and remember you would, printed directions. Right, like, yeah. and you would print off your directions, and you would take them in the car with you, which, which is Google Maps, but like it was the Google Maps step by step, but it yep. was just on paper. I remember that. Right. I would, put it in the, I would drive when I first started driving. I we still did it. I had him in the seat next to me. I'd look up, look down. It's amazing that people were able to. It's like I said. I don't know how people were able to look stuff up online before the internet. Yeah. That's me. The only thing I will say about the plot, and we can we can kind of wrap here, is I don't know if Tom Hanks, if Meg Ryan should be so accepting of Tom Hanks at the end of the movie when she finds out his true identity. I think I would have been pissed. Yeah, probably. You strung me along this long. That, that part I didn't get, but maybe it's a technology. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably one of those where you're, you're forcing, you're shoehorning in the rom-com element of it so that they end up together and it's happily ever after. Yeah, it, just, it was just kind of hard to believe because I would think this guy's an asshole and kind of a creep yeah. for doing this for that long. Final point. Just a little side note. Talking about the olden times. That 70s show came out in 1997, right? When that show came out, it was closer to when it was set in 1976 than it is to now. Yeah, I think uh, I had heard that, and, and it's kind of like the whole thing with the Wonder Years. Wonder Years is another one. Right, yeah. where it's another one where it's like, if, if they set the Wonder Years today, it would be like 1996 yeah. or something like that. Like in comparison to like when it was set when they actually did it um and that's bonkers to me because the 90s were only 10 years ago so uh, i don't know what timeline the rest of you are living on but the 90s were like just happened that was last decade well it comes to a point though where it's like the 90s are old like the 90s you could make a movie about the 90s or the tv show and it would feel old but for some reason 
maybe it's because we grew up with from the 90s to now with so much more technology and stuff. It just doesn't feel that way. Like we did when the, that Sunday show came out in 97, it's like, oh, the 70s, it's so long ago. And now it doesn't feel that way. And I think it has to be because we have access to so much information and the internet and everything where it's just like we're more connected to that decade. Yeah. Whereas in the 90s, we couldn't reference the 70s so easily with the internet where we feel less connected to the decade. Yeah. That might, I mean, that, that could be true. It just, I mean, I think it's just that we have lost, you know, time is a flat circle and we've lost all concept of reality. And That too. This is know, all a simulation. I mean, You've got mail. I'm going to say, uh, I know it's referenced a lot and it was well liked at the time. People liked the movie, but I think, I don't think it breaks the sevens. Um, maybe it comes close. Maybe it's like a six, eight. You've got mail. You've got 6.6. Six, seven. Hey, hey, all right. That was good job. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, if you really want to go back and dive into a movie that takes a look at the 90s, 